You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, episode 34, with Nicole McLaren Campbell. You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. What's up, Trailblazers? I'm so happy to have you join us for today's episode. Today's guest is a super busy and amazingly passionate woman that is blazing a new trail in education and business in Jamaica. Her name is Nicole McLaren Campbell. She's a Princeton University graduate, has become a powerful educator, entrepreneur, and public speaker. One of the first public signs of our amazing smarts and talents came when Nicole represented Jamaica at MIT's Junior Summit, addressing then UN Secretary General Kofi Annan at just 13 years old. She was subsequently featured in local and international media, including CNN and Nickelodeon, and was chosen then as one of 20 teens who will change the world by Teen People magazine. Nicole returned to Jamaica immediately after completing her master's degree to join the Ministry of Education, where she served as senior policy analyst to then Minister of Education, now Prime Minister of Jamaica, the most honorable Andrew Holness. At 25, Nicole resigned from the ministry to start AIM Educational Services with just two students. Today, AIM sees hundreds of students and delivers an average return of over 5,000% to parents. Results Nicole attributes to a strong, motivated team whose focus remains on possibilities, not problems. From this brief bio, you'll understand why I worked really hard to connect with Nicole, a find a way to have her share her journey with you uh, and our community. I just want to share with you that we ended up recording this episode early one morning heading into Nicole's commute. So I apologize for some of the audio not being 100% clean. There are some spotty connections at times and some background noises here and there. But what Nicole had to say and share was so powerful and so inspiring that I thought it was worth putting it out there. Despite the audio kinks, there's no doubt in my mind you're going to come away motivated to take one step toward your goals before you can even finish this episode today. So without further delay, here's the one and the only Nicole McLaren Campbell. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. And welcome to the show. I'm excited, really excited to be on. Thank you for having so, me. Yeah, man. So before we dive into today's talk, I'd love you to maybe share with us something you're you're most grateful for in your life right now. Ooh, I'm so grateful for my children and that they're healthy and that they're happy and developing normally. Especially in the night sometimes, like the other night, you know, I was feeling, and I posted to Instagram as I, as I usually do, but I was feeling a bit overwhelmed and like, you know, the day had gone well in the sense that I'd gotten lots of stuff done, but the day ends so quickly sometimes and you're like, oh my gosh, the day has ended, I didn't get enough done and, and so I started to, started to get a bit anxious and I just like that took a deep breath and just started to think. And post about all the things I was grateful for, which which revolves mostly around my relationships, you know, with my family and friends. So it's so important to just when you feel the anxiety or the sadness or whatever it is coming on, you just focus on the gratitude and even you know to start the day before any of those feelings can come on, set the tone with the gratitude. Okay. Absolutely. Very, very important. Very key. As a 
read through your bio and your story. I'm so impressed with what you've been doing with AIM. But what is it about academia and being an educator that is so fascinating to you? I always feel like I've somehow stumbled into education. Um, really, you know, I have deeply powerful academic sort of educational experiences. And that's how I found my way into education, really. Because, uh, you know, beyond what I learned in my major, beyond the math of it or the science of it, um, oh, who am I kidding? I didn't do it. But you know what I'm saying, beyond the actual content. <laughs> of, of what you learn in school is is just the overall experience that can be powerful. So for me, going away from Jamaica just after fifth form, going to a competitive boarding school that was just completely different from anything I'd ever known and having to write to one of the most challenging experiences of my life where I felt like I really wanted to give up at so many instances and having to dig deep and draw into my faith and, and really find my confidence and find my my role and my voice. All of those things were just so huge and just right. the way, you know, going overseas and going to some of these schools and meeting all these different people who were just amazing in their own in their own ways. Uh, opened my mind up so much, broadened my perspective and really gave me the sense that I could live without limits and that I was capable of, of, of great things as well. So, you know, just I think because I had those sorts of experiences, I, I really got into education. And, and really what I do is help students to access overseas learning opportunities uh, because the ones I was able to access uh, were so powerful for me personally, even though I'm back in Jamaica, happily living in Jamaica. I feel like just being overseas for that seven years is so instrumental in who I've become. Absolutely. Are you able to give your 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 students more than the, the knowledge to prepare for the college? Are you able to relay some of those experiences to them as well? Absolutely. It's part of, you know, I, I feel like it's definitely part of, of what we do is help to empower it and to share the fact that it is going to be challenging and you are going to feel like you want to give up sometimes, but this is how you can make the next, you know, your college years or your graduate school years count. And I'm very passionate about the the, the part that's beyond just the getting in, you know. It's one thing to get in, it's, it's another thing to strive while in. So we do make a point to you know, really just try to prepare them to be successful and to deal with the challenges that will no doubt come and to be okay with those challenges coming, you know. Right. What's maybe, you know, the biggest thing you've identified as holding your students back from achieving their maximum potential? Boy, we live in a culture. I mean, I I didn't grow up with smartphones and with non-stop internet. You know, when I was growing up, you had to dial up to the internet and God help you to <laughs> on, you know? And you hear all the phones and if anybody called the whole phone, that's it, you'd be disconnected. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up <laughs> the way these kids are growing up. And, and I, I think, you know, obviously there are many positive, very positive, uh, you know, advantages to being in growing up in this age, not least of which is access to information and just, you know, the things that you can do or the things you know you're able to do now as a young person. I mean, I have so many students who run businesses and they're they're still in high school and these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? And I think right. just access to information has been instrumental in them finding finding that that power because they can see that other young people all over the world are doing it and, you know, just 
anything you want to do now, you can just sort of go on Google or do an online course. Or There's so much out there. There's so much of an opportunity. But at the same time, there are lots of distractions. There's, you know, I love social media, but, you know, I, I find that it distracts a lot of students from what they, they need to be doing. Their attention span is terrible, so they can't stick to a task for very long. Um, mm. And because we're in this, you know, you know, you, you capture their attention for two seconds, you know, and then, and then it stays because we're, you know, kind of media and stimuli that they're exposed to. And so that's definitely a challenge. So it's like, how do I find the, the ability to concentrate, to stick with a task? Uh, how do I, you know, find that discipline? And that is, is an issue. I think it's just a discipline or lack thereof is, is certainly an unfortunate issue students are grappling with, you know. And I think also, of course, there's this crisis of confidence in self. I don't know if it's different from when I was growing up. I think every young person maybe has to go through it. I certainly did. But, you, you know, it's just they're so young and so afraid and they're so concerned sometimes with what other people think of them. And again, I think that has to do a lot with social media as well. So there, there are a lot of opportunities with the developments that we've been seeing that are or children have really grown up with that are developments to me but are normal to them uh, but at the same time it's a challenge in many ways. Are you able to in the flow of your time with your student help them to develop their soft skills? I find that today kids don't quite know how to communicate outside of you know like to send a proper email and not communicate in a text language or to engage with someone face to face uh, in in a way that you know shows respect right Right. do you find challenges with that with with developing their soft skills in addition to the other other things I think there is much more that uh, that we could we could be doing in that area and that's something we, we probably need to look at building out that programming. I think it's really, really key and many universities are actually doing that a lot with students because it's, it's very key. I mean, the extent to which we do it with our students probably just involves preparing them for interviews and, teach, and helping them with communication back and forth with colleges and coaches and all that sort of thing for the kids who are are athletes and, and that sort of thing. So and it's even in even in, in their communication with me, I find myself having to, you know, correct them to be like, you know, you don't just go straight into the conversation. You have to, you know, say good day or hello or some you, just small things like that. I do find myself actually having to have the conversation. But I would say the extent to which we do that right now would probably be limited to interview preparation and helping them with their written communication in terms of emails and that sort of thing to 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 colleges. And That's important. That's important. Yeah, Even at important. that point, yeah, very. yeah, it's. You plant in the seed. That's that's still a very good thing. That's that's great. So you're an entrepreneur today, right? What's the biggest mistake well, that, that you even, found? <laughs> are you are? Right? I never I never expected myself. I never ever expected to be an entrepreneur. I didn't even no? think of it. No, I didn't even think of business. I didn't even I I didn't think of that when I was growing up. But 
I am not from like an entrepreneurial family or anything like that. I don't know if that's why it didn't occur to me. But I just found something I wanted to do and I wanted to do it my way. And so that's how I ended up being an entrepreneur. <laughs> but certainly have learned many lessons and continue to learn many lessons. Listen, you have the makeup of an entrepreneur. As, as I'm reading your bios and engaging with your webinars and, and I'm oh, seeing well, just how pa- passionate of a person you are. I listened to to some of that of, of your story within your webinar and how you you've said you know I'm gonna be a public speaker. You got out there and took the gig, you know, and you know just everything that I've seen you do, you you are an entrepreneur at at, at oh, your wow. core, and I think you're doing a great job at it. But, I love creating things and I love having an impact and I love execution. I'm completely right. obsessed with execution, and I'm really yeah. like excited to learn new. And I'm challenged to become just better as I go along in whatever I'm doing. So if that makes me an entrepreneur, well, then yes. <laughs> or makes me entrepreneurial. I know I am an entrepreneur. So lessons, one of the big lessons I've learned, there are so many. So whenever, whenever I'm asked this question, I always struggle with how much do I, you know, really say. The lessons are, are so many. Uh, one is that you have to... You have to see failure or problems as an opportunity for growth and not as problems, and that your perspective determines everything, uh, and that you need to be quick to recover from top down and go into action mode. <laughs> <laughs> you need to focus on opportunities and not problems, uh, because there will always be problems. As I said, it's all about your perspective and what opportunities for growth you can derive from anything that doesn't maybe go the way you wanted it to. I've also learned that perfection is the enemy of progress. I saw that, mm. I saw that quote, quote recently. And I, I think you need to repeat that, Nicole. Perfection is the enemy of progress. And it's wow. such a fact. It's such a fact. So, you know, you keep doing the best that you can, but you keep moving. Some people stay in planning mode forever. And they take no action because they're waiting for everything to be perfect and for all conditions to be right for them to make this move. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way at all. I'm committed to continuous improvement, but I will not make perfection paralyze me. That's really powerful. That's a good one. You're an educator, right? And I know you're big on the goal setting thing. You know, again, I loved your webinar recently and and all that you're talking about goal setting and all that. Do you yourself have coaches or mentors that help guide you and and your business forward? Like, what's your support system like? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm always open and on that wavelength of how do I identify more? <laughs> I'm praying, you know, God, please send me the right people to help me along this journey because I think that even if you're highly motivated, which I consider myself to be sometimes, and this was what someone said about my, I had a 21-day program recently and somebody wrote me this email and said, even, you know, they consider themselves to be highly motivated, but sometimes you just need somebody else to um, spur you kind of along in on the path that you're, you're set on, you know, and even expose you to some different things that maybe you haven't thought of. So I would say the role of mentors and support has been and continues to be my most important source of energy, really and of ideas and, you know, different people in my, I guess, circle, I would call it, kind of function in different ways for me. So, you know, of course, there's my immediate family, my mom, 
my dad, my sister, sisters, and those are important sources of support. But also, you know, they've known me. They love me. They just, you know, it's that love, that just unconditional love. And, you know, they have known me the longest. And sometimes when I am doubting myself and when I don't think I'm able to do it and when I feel cut down, they can remind me of who I am and what I've done and, you know, what I've, why I'm here. And, you know, just things that... Someone with, I would call it institutional memory, but it's not exactly not an institution. But you know what I'm saying? Somebody with <laughs> that deep knowledge of you and, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just love you badly, deeply anyway, uh, is really important for me. Uh, so I feel like there's nothing I can't uh, tell them. So no matter what, they don't have any expectations of, you know, who I'm supposed to be. So I just, I'm really happy with, with that and so I can just lean on them for everything um, and probably vice versa right yes well hopefully yes they do <laughs> they do in, in, in that I guess you know can, are you able to receive maybe whatever it is that, maybe I'm like the one that popped down all the time I don't know like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they hard well no it's true sometimes they pop down and call me it's true yeah 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 <laughs> And sometimes even if they don't tell me they're feeling top down, I pick it up and can 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 um help the uplift them. So I would say yes, definitely I reciprocal thing, which is key. Uh my husband, of course, very important. When I wanted to, to start in and I wanted to quit my, my job, he made it look like there was no way that I couldn't succeed. <laughs> mm. Which was really key. It was like he made it look like I was being ridiculous to even think that there was a doubt that this would be in Jamaica with the seller. Uh, and <laughs> he continues to be that for me, you know, just that steady and very well, different in so many ways. I would say I'm, I'm like very excitable is the word and and because of that sometimes I move very quickly and like, you know, I'll get all heated and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And he's like very calm and very cool. You know, and so so grows me in that in that perfect way and makes yeah. me feel like totally just invincible. But at the same time can identify when I'm taking on too much and say, you know, Nicole, this is getting crazy you now. You need to bring it in and I'm just yeah. like, Oh, yes, it's true. And of course at first when he tells me I'm fixing it, he doesn't know I'm superwoman is what I say, then it and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't know, but I pull back and people just say, "Oh my gosh, Jeffrey's right," and I do what he says, you know. So that's really, really helpful, really, really helpful. And then, of course, outside of the immediate family, you know, there are our business uh, type mentors, friends. You know, that that kind of support is so important. I have business mentors who are experienced, who are respect, who have achieved amazing success and who really help to guide and coach me. And I go to them with my issues and they can say, okay, this is what I think you should do, you know? And, right. and just practical, you know, how do I create a budget for my business? I don't want to Google it. I want somebody who I know has done this a million times to tell me. And so I go to them and, you know, that kind of thing. And I want to build up a digital platform for him. So I go to, you know, somebody who knows and they can coach and help me. So I'd say, yes, absolutely. Coaches are very important and mentors and people who help you with your goals, even no matter how high, how motivated you consider yourself to be and how 
limitless in your thinking, there you can always go to another level and you can always use help. I used to consider myself too limitless in my thinking until I met a good friend of mine now and realized that, my gosh, this is what expansive thinking looks like. And it's really been very powerful for me. So always just knowing that there are other levels and there's always improvements and there are always things to learn and ways to go. I'm thinking of several people listening to this right now that are going to say, you know, Stephen, Nicole has me ready to push the button on on, oh. on, on moving forward, right? Yay, winning! <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely folks seeing your success, you know, all across Jamaica, all across the globe. We're in 53 countries now who are probably sitting behind a desk listening to this message on a Monday morning while they're at work. And they're ready now to start realizing their own dream of entrepreneurship. What would your one piece of advice be for these young entrepreneurs to step in, uh, to be able to plan, grow, and succeed on their journey? Even why are you always asking about one piece of, oh my goodness, you know there are so many. Okay, so the first thing I'd say is to educate yourself. In other words, you have to know about what you're getting yourself into. In other words, when I wanted to do educational consulting, the first thing I did was jump online and research the field, find out what kind of training was available, even though I felt like I had inherent knowledge just from experience. As I said, there's always more to learn and, you know, you have to understand the field and be committed to learning. So I just got back from a conference two weeks ago, a consulting conference, education. In other words, be committed to learning as much as you can about the field, as much as you can about whatever it is that you're going to deliver, and then commit yourself to continuous learning. Then make a plan and take a step. I always say that results happen in action, not in planning. You know, everybody wants to wait until the conditions are perfect, and you want to wait until, you know, you have everything lined up and you want to wait until you know everything and it's perfect. You know, that's not happening. So <laughs> you need to take a step. I love the Martin Luther, Luther King quote that sometimes you can't always see the entire staircase. All you need to do, be able to do is take see the first, first step. step. In other words, take the step and you would be shocked at how things just start coming together. It's like, you know, God aligns things, universe aligns things. You start to talk to people about your dreams. You start to do things. You start to then meet people who can help you along that path. I mean, it's just once I wanted to start AIM and I started talking about it and seeking training, just people and opportunities emerged literally from nowhere. I can't even explain it. Besides explanation, how I met someone who is now a partner of mine, a business partner. We have a loose partnership arrangement. But I met him when I hadn't even started in, when I just had the idea and spoke to a few people about it, and then they introduced me to him. And he actually is responsible for maybe my first 20 clients and continues to send me clients to this day. And that was when I had no idea how I was going to do this, nothing. I had just said, this is what I'm doing. I went and I got trained and then I started to speak up. You know, when you expose it like that, yes, some people will not believe in your dream, but that's okay because the most important thing is for you to believe in your dream. But expose yourself, be vulnerable, tell people what you, what you, what you plan to do. Speak of it as if, as if it is going to be a success. You know, speak with boldness and confidence and you just never know. But things will line up. Nicole, this is great. So 
what can we look forward to from you? What's on your oh. vision board for the next 10 oh, years? OMG, Steven. Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I do not have a vision board for 10 years. I have a vision board for uh, the rest of 2016 because I've been, as you know, all about making the last half of 2016 count. Although yeah. I am going to do a more long, a longer term vision board. But right now, I'm focusing a lot on my relationships. For example, with my children, I want to uh, spend more quality time with them. So I'm not talking about time where I'm just there and they're there. I want to spend more time engaged with them. Uh, they're right. five and three and I have a stepdaughter who is 10. And so, you know, you're never going to get these years back. Um, and mm. I just found that in, in, my, in my, my passion quest to, you know, achieve all these goals and all these different things that I just started to feel a little disconnected in a way. I mean, you know, we are pretty connected, but as I said, I feel like all things kind of deepened and made better. And so I said, you know what, when I'm with them, I want to really be with them. So right. be present. something that I'm present, exactly. And generally being more present uh, is something that I am working on. I am working, I'm in it already. I have, you know, business goals in the sense that I want to have intellectual clients for me and I want to really fund that in a very focused way and create an online experience uh, for my students and then expand that program and expand to, to different countries in a wow. targeted, focused way. So that's something that's definitely on the agenda and that I'm going to, I'm going to get going before the end of 2016. So Speak I've been it working in a very No, it's happening. <laughs> it's definitely yes. happening. And I've already, you know, already uh, met with several providers and wow. we're just finalizing who we're going to go with and start to, and then we're going to start to be little. So it's been something in my mind, I am ashamed to say for at least maybe two years, but you don't, sometimes you're afraid of something because you don't really know. It seems big. It seems hard. Uh, it seems beyond your skill set. And what I've really learned this year is that things are much easier than they seem. Everything seems big and hard before you actually start to do it, right? So this is why I'm obsessed with execution and with taking one step. So you keep looking at something as this big thing. Oh, my gosh, where do I start? What do I do? Oh, I can't do it. Oh, it's so such a huge project. Just take one step. Just one, don't look at the whole big overwhelming thing. Just look at it one little step at a time. And before you know it, you're, you're like, wait, this isn't that hard. This is that big. This isn't that unachievable. You know, I think that's one of my big lessons for 2016, actually, in so many ways, even with the webinars, just with everything. I was like, wow, a lot of things that I just thought of, ideas I had, I thought were just too much and too hard and I didn't have the time to do them now or whatever other things we tell ourselves, you know, that way. And I'm yes. just really learning in 2016 that I am really limitless. Like, I, I mean, even things that seem hard are not that hard. Yes, I might need help, but I can source the help. Nicole, trailblazers hear me say this all the time, but, you know, I'll, I'll share it with you as well. Limit surf for credit cards. Oh, right? there we go. Limit surf for credit cards. And, and it pairs well with what you just said. You just have to take the first step. Just let go of the excuses and take that first step. I watched you jump on that webinar. That was clearly your first webinar. And mm -hmm. you owned all the challenges that were coming right at oh, you live. Oh, my gosh. 
no, white box like, in your okay, face. There's a white box in my face, guys, and it's really distracting me. But we're gonna and keep this moving. My gosh, you just powered through that thing, and uh, you know, so yeah, just just take it as it as it comes, and you lived out your advice. That was awesome. So you know, we're getting close to the end here, and I'd love to have you share some resources with our listeners to help them sharpen their own minds, right? So, what's one book you've read that has inspired you most? Brian Tracy, no excuses. You love Brian Tracy. Oh, I'm a Brian Tracy fan because that book completely changed my life, and I'm not even playing. That's an really? easy question for me to answer, just in a really practical way. And then, of course, there's Cornell West Democracy Matters, which changed my life in a different way, just caused me to think and question. And one of my goals, uh, and actually going to put this on my vision board, is to read a bit more. You know, you can get mm-hmm. so caught up in yeah, um, doing what you're doing uh, that you don't remember or you, you don't take the time to read to continue to expand your mind in different directions and dimensions such as you know really being conscious about society and about your role in it and about the different things going on and just being awake you know because we can be a seat to certain things <laughs> in the yeah. world and i think it's really important to be awake so yes yeah. cornell with brian tracy cornell West actually taught me at princeton so he's he has also been a great influence wow nicole what's something small you've done this month that you're proud of something small I've done this month that I'm proud of. Oh my gosh. I, uh, wow. You couldn't, wait, you couldn't email me these questions in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me think for a minute. It's small and it might seem frivolous, but I'm not sure that. I've been working a lot. Um, a lot of hours. Then I had to travel as well. Um, and it's been a, a challenge. And I have so much to do or feel like I have so much to do that I felt like I couldn't. It was a holiday weekend here in Jamaica and I started to have major anxiety because usually for holiday weekend, I try to go out of town, take the kids out, you know, have fun with the kids. And I like to see them have a good time, you know, it's summer and all of this. And anyway, I have a lot from my face and I felt like I could not do that this last holiday weekend, which was Emancipation Weekend in Jamaica, um, a friend of mine said to me, Nicole, you've been working, 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 and giving yourself the chance to have a little fun and to, to balance things out. And, and then I said, you know what? She's right. And I need to balance myself out. And when all of it, I really just let go and I said, this is what I and I did. And I had a great time. I had a great time, and it was great. Uh, and it was the right thing to do. First, it was small, but it was a good decision. And I need to make more decisions like that because one thing I've identified with myself, I know thyself is very important. So you can work on yourself. You know, if you're in denial about where you're falling short, then you'll never be able to improve. I have a way to feel like work, 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 and I have to just accomplish this, and I have to get these things done, and you know. Um, and I can get into that kind of mania. A friend of mine called it mania, and I was like, what What kind of mania? And then I said, okay, yes, it is kind of a mania, so I need to, to check myself sometimes. And so it, it might seem small, but it was a big deal for me to be able to pull back and say, yes, it's time to 
have a little fun, spend some time with the kids, make the, you know, have them have some fun. And so I was like, okay. And I went out of town and I had a great time. And I returned just having those memories and also feeling, you know, very refreshed and ready to, to jump back in. So that's really important. And that's something I have to do on a continuous basis just so that I don't get burnt out or popped down. Right. I have to manage myself. Self-management is very key. I know everyone in Jamaica are going to get popped down. I just gonna find it very entertaining when people are reaching out to me saying, Stephen, what's popped what down? Pop you know I said Stephen, you notice I said burnt out first. Okay. <laughs> or international listener. Burnt out, Stephen, that's what I mean. Burnt out. But pop oh. down is such a better word. Free. It is. It is. <laughs> so the feeling much more effectively, I would say. Nicole, name an online resource. It could be an app, software, or tool that you use every day that you can't live without. Oh, my gosh. Instagram? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my honest um, answer. Yes. And I, yes. I love Instagram because it really allows me to share. I love to share. That's who I am. To share, share my life, share things that inspire me. I have a, a page that's completely devoted to quotes that keep me going inspirational mm. quotes that just energize me and then you know what's the handle I, for that that's nickspire n-i-c-s-p-i-r-e which is kind of like i play on my name nicole right. and then inspire inspire right. social media has has just it's one of my favorite things because i have the ability to connect with people um, from all over the world which for me is super powerful. I love it. You have the chance to be of, of service and have an impact in ways that you don't even realize. Just some of the messages I receive from people all over the world, it really is very moving. Just ways you've been able to give people strength and help them to see that they're not alone in, in whatever they're going through and to give them hope, which I think is one of the most important things that we all need. I was just thinking about how important it is to protect your inspiration. Um, mm. And so, so, you know, I did a video, it's called a mastery session that Robin Sharma, who is a motivate. well, I would call him just an amazing person, but he's a coach and a speaker and an author. He talks about protecting your inspiration and it's really important. So social media, you know, whether it's through the quotes or the, the people I'm inspired by or the people I am able to inspire has really inspired me in so many ways and, and it's fun for me as well. I love to connect and to feel connected, to inspire and to feel inspired. So I would say between Instagram probably being my favorite at this point. I haven't gotten into Snapchat that I really quite get it, but I'm trying to be young with my students at home. Yeah, I'd say social media is my favorite everyday thing to do, to use. And that's how I ended up finding out about you. My sister is, is so in love with your daughter's Instagram. Ah, the LC. I, let me tell the you, it's LC. so amazing the impact she has been able to have too because I have students who are overseas studying who say, Nicole, when I'm feeling down and depressed, I just watch some LC videos and then they have friends who, you know, they haven't told about her videos who aren't even Jamaican who will they'll connect over LC vids and be like, oh, we watch these, they make us laugh, you know, and we feel sad. Sometimes it just me a little humor in your life, you know, that way? And, Absolutely. Um, and she's really funny. And so, <laughs> so yes, I've been also happy to share her. Her personality is amazing to me. <laughs> That's a little a spin-off of her mommy, I'm sure. 
Oh, Lord, no, she's her own. I don't know. God just sent her. God just created her. I'm just <laughs> sent her a cup. I never know what's going on half the time. I'll tell you the truth. So, Nicole, you know, we're about to wrap up here, but before we do, I wanted to invite you to take a, a minute or two and impart. You've been doing a lot of this, but I want you to impart an inspiring message, right, that coming off this call, coming off this podcast, you know, our listeners can really elevate their game and blaze their own trail. No pressure, right, Stephen? Please. None at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all possible. If somebody else has done it, there's no reason you can't. And even if somebody else hasn't done it, everything that we see around us was at some point just an idea by, you know, dreamt up by people just like us. We all have our, our strengths and our gifts and, you know, things that we tended to share with the world. And it's about us tapping into that, recognizing that, and then moving in a bold way with faith one step at a time, being assured in our mission and purpose and awakening to that. And I think once we awaken to that, we really do realize, as God tells us, that all things are indeed possible. And, and you know, it's, it's our mission to just make it happen. Yes. Amen to that. Nicole, I want to say thank you so much for coming you on the podcast. Today we are... Great I, I'm certain that, you know, you've you've inspired our our listeners to take action and to move the needle, right? Towards yes. um what 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 they see as um as as something they want to strive towards as as a life purpose. And with that I would ask, you know, my last question, how will the world be different because you pursued what you're most passionate about? Stephen, you call me some Christianity, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You are not joking this morning, Stephen. No, not oh, at all. Lord have mercy. How will the world be different? The world will be different because more people will be empowered and will unleash their full potential in countless ways in every area. And the world will be in people because I fulfilled my purpose and my mission, people will realize that they can fulfill theirs and will fulfill theirs. And so life will be improved in, in every sphere. Yeah. You have in, you have inspired me with this talk. Really, really appreciate oh, you. Thank you, Stephen. Before thank I let you go, I want you to tell our listeners how they can stay connected to you. Okay, stay connected to me by following me on Instagram at Nicole McLaren Campbell. And then, of course, there's Nick Spire, which is my inspirational page. Uh, if you want to watch funny videos of my daughter, uh, you can connect with her. And she her page is the LC Show on Instagram. Uh, of course, I'm also on Facebook, Nicole McLaren Campbell. And then my website, you can join my mailing list so that you can hear about things that I'm doing, like webinars and seminars and workshops and vision board parties and all kinds of things that happen online and in person. We're actually planning a, a retreat in Jamaica, so awesome. I'm sure that people will love to come to Jamaica. But yes, connect with me. I love to connect. Very passionate about that. So, yes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, Stephen. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tvpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode new episodes are released each and every monday by about 5 a.m eastern trailblazers jump off this podcast today go find a way to rise above go way beyond and keep blazing your trail cheers